Hello and welcome to Connected, the podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm C. Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And joining us in, well, in your office, yes. <laughs> is Stephen Allen for the, the 2019 review. For, Hello. For, for one, of our, one of our favourite returnees. Great, to join, great <laughs> to join you both again. So, um, speaking... I'm pleased I got invited back. <laughs> yeah, always, always. I'm pleased we got it in the diary. <laughs> eventually. Um, eventually. So, how has 2019 been? It's been a good year. Good. Uh, I, I think uh, it's been a year of growth. Uh, so we've continued to grow our business. Uh, and I talk about, you know, top and bottom line. And for me, you know, business growth is, real growth is, you know, uh, our revenue. So, you know, yeah. winning more business from new and exist, uh, well, new, new clients and existing clients. So I think we've done that well th- this year, which was on the back of a very strong year in 2018. Uh, and actually 17 as well. So we've had three kind of really strong years of growth. We all know about Project Fight Back, mm. uh, but we've we've continued to grow the business. It's been uh, a year of change. Uh, if we think about all of the changes around WPP, you know, I'm really starting to see kind of the, the new WPP strategy sort of come together, yeah. uh, which has been interesting. I mean, you know, one end of the spectrum, I guess, thinning out so you know there were a number of disposals during the year uh fact 37 38 which is quite incredible it is a lot yeah uh and then that's you know, businesses businesses yeah, yeah or investments or yeah. investments uh, and no, then it's you know, not really not referring to disposing of people <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just just checking in uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh and then uh yeah. at the same time uh you know really kind of uh being clear about its proposition you know all around yeah. you know creative transformation uh, so I think that's been good. Uh, I think uh, within uh, Group M actually more recently, we've seen some changes at the mm. top. Uh, and then obviously coming to ourselves at Mediacom, you know, a lot of changes actually, mm. people changes, some good new hires, some mm. important hires, people coming in. Maybe we'll talk a bit about that later. Mm. Uh, but also at the same time saying farewell to some good friends and people have worked uh, well with us and been an important part of our team but actually certainly in the case for me at least of Helen Brown and Toby mm-hmm. going on to do you know important roles within the group so yeah. I think you know we, we're happy that they're staying in the group uh, so yeah a lot of a lot of moving parts and, and a I, lot of um, uh, promotion as well of people who are, have been you know who are in our pipeline who are well so I think that's exactly you know Sue I'm just going to say exactly that. Mm. Uh, you know how I think. Yeah. Uh, which is that I'm. I was really proud actually. So you know, Toby left to go and run Wavemaker as their CEO, and he was, as you know, our global COO here. Uh, Nick has seamlessly stepped into that role. Nick Lawson. Uh, Josh stepped into Nick's role mm. as uh, CEO of Amir. Uh, and Kate stepped into uh, Josh's role mm. as CEO in the UK. And, and I think there are very, very few networks mm. either in this group or frankly out of this group, I think that could have managed those level and seniority of mm. uh, appointments by doing so from within. From homegrown talent. Absolutely, yeah. and, and I'm really proud that we were able to do that. And equally, I should say, with uh, Claire, Claire Lawrence, who, mm. who stepped yep. into Helen Brown's shoes. Yeah. Uh, and so it goes on mm. and I think that is you know always for me an embodiment of people first because mm. people first you know a big part of people first is about growing our people 
So, is there anything that you'd like to have done differently? Uh, well, <laughs> if I look at my stomach, I would definitely <laughs> say uh, I should have gone to the gym more often. Uh, walking no, up the stairs, though, now. Well, I, ca- I caught you, you walking up the stairs. You did, the other didn't day. you? Yeah. So, I should explain Eight to you. So, there's 16 flights of stairs up to my. Uh, I could say half flights, but six that sounds better. <laughs> yeah. 16 flights of stairs up Not to easy. my office. Sue caught me walking the other day. I'm not sure, honestly, Sue, if it's more because it's good exercise, which it is, or it's just my impatience for waiting for, for anything. The lift, yeah. <laughs> if I have no, to I wait more than about five seconds for an elevator yeah. or a lift, I, I just start walking oh, the stairs. So the same, yeah. <laughs> so, but having said that, yeah, I'm, I'm not very good at managing my own time. Mm. Uh, well, you've got, but the, you're still traveling a lot, right? Which makes it harder. I, I'm probably traveling, I'm on the road, one way or another about 70% of the time yeah, that's so and I think we did last time the story about the gym shoes yeah. uh, so we won't go back over that <laughs> one but it rem- that remains a challenge yeah. for me so yeah. Uh, yeah. On, a, on a more serious note regrets I, I, you know what regrets this year I mean I could always point to a pitch we didn't win mm-hmm. a decision that we should have made sooner or quicker or whatever that might be uh, but there's nothing there's no I was, no major for there's no, no. I can't think Good. of any major standout. My God, that was a terrible decision. Yeah. Listen, we don't get everything right. Don't get me wrong. We, you know, n- no one's perfect, least of all me, I can assure you. But uh, no, I, I, th- I think no major. Good. No banana skins. Yeah. No banana skins. Um, what are you looking forward to for 2020? Mm. Uh, more growth. Uh, so we're on our uh, first to fast, f- sorry, I should say fast to first, <laughs> first to fast, yeah. fast to first. So for those of you that don't know, that's our kind of stated goal of becoming within three years, the number one global network. Yeah. To do that, we have to grow. We have to grow globally and we have to grow locally in each and every one of our operations. Mm. So, you know, if an office in its own market is number three, five it should be number three if it's number three we want it to be number one etc etc and if we all contribute Mm. to that then that's a very achievable goal so Mm. but you know to do that it means we need to have the right product supported by or driven by the right people uh, and obviously also supported by the right technology uh, and all of the other things that we need so I look I think if I think about uh, next year and what I look forward to uh, yes more growth uh, right now we're in the middle of some important new business pitches uh, let's hope we're successful in all of them mm-hmm. and certainly some of them uh, I think I always regret this because I'm going to now probably book it but you know we, we've been in a a, a, a statistic I heard the, uh, the other day, actually, I think it was Nick who told me, I hadn't actually done the analysis. He told me that uh, in the last two or three years, we had defended uh, 22 of our largest pieces of yeah. business. And, and, and several retained, of them in the UK. <laughs> uh, and we'd retained 18 of them, yeah. which, you know, in this industry, that's it's a not, tremendous yeah. record of retention. Uh, and I, I, I suppose I mention that because right now, maybe because we've had so many incumbent mm. reviews, uh, I feel like we've got a hell of a lot more to be playing for mm. than at risk, mm. which is not to say that tomorrow any client might not yep. come along and yep. uh, tell us they want to we'll review t- we'll the business. Some wood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, we can I'm find some. <laughs> uh, so, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, absent that, I think we've got every opportunity still to grow. I think, you know, at times, you know, I get frustrated. I wouldn't say depressed. I get frustrated by all of the noise around us in the industry. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, you know, talking about in housing, people talking about, you know, what's the role of agencies, yeah. media agencies. Uh, and for all of that, for all of that noise, the sharp reality, at least for us at Mediacom, is back to where we started a few minutes ago, is we have consistently grown mm. year after year after year. Mm. And I think we, we, we can do that and continue to do that by looking after our clients, mm. so winning more business from those existing clients. So by extending our scope of work with mm. those clients, doing more things for them, mm -hmm. and doing more things for them in more markets. Mm. Uh, and we have every opportunity still to win more clients. So, you know, in old fashioned speak, that's winning market share. Mm. Uh, and, you know, globally, economically, I mean, our industry sort of media investment still continues to grow. So, I, I mean, this year in 2019, you know, as a group, we're forecasting just something under around 4% globally. Now, that's not stratospheric growth, but it's not bad. And it's actually above global GDP growth. Yeah. Uh, and then if I think about markets like India, which mm. was a market I was in quite recently, spending some time there, uh, you know, media, media investment in India this year will grow by about 13%. Uh, we will grow, I think, faster than that. And I, you wow. know, if I think about mar markets that present opportunities for mm. us, I mean, to have exponential growth, mm. then India is a great example of one mm. I'm a sort of very bullish on uh, so long answer to your question but I think lo lots of things to look forward to next year not least also uh, bringing to fruition a lot of the plans and things that we're working on right now so we talk about some of that if you want yeah what do you want to but, but okay yeah please okay so uh, what are we I think one of the things that we all want to be or do better at certainly in terms of framing our story is about the way we go to market digitally. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hate that word, mm. and you're gonna see soon we're gonna stop using that word in Mediacom. Good. Because uh, I think it's time we did. Because everything is. Uh, but I think, you know, clearly, you know, digital penetration as we know it today, certainly, I mean, here in the UK is now up to 60%, it's 50% in the US, and other markets, you know, are either equal or will, will rapidly catch up. Uh, so I think that uh, we, uh, we need to definitely, uh, I, I think we're good. I think we're good at some of those, you know, we, we are good in all of those areas, but actually when you're not a company that was born in the digital mm. age, you're always fighting a little bit that perception. Yeah. You know, people talk about native agencies yeah, yeah. or digital mm -hmm. yeah. first agencies, mm. but it's, that's kind of, Packaging. The yeah. reality is, you know, we have equally good, better arguably, people yeah. in an agency like ours than others that just specialise. And I, and I think that the point of difference that we have at Mediacom, and we must never forget that, is that we have that ability to look right across an entire client spectrum of business yeah. with experts and expertise in all of those areas. Mm. And then more, you know, so we talk about systems thinking, mm. but then more importantly, how we actually interconnect 
yeah. the different parts of the system. And I would say also increasingly, so you're going to hear a lot more from us about this next year, about the way we go about optimising our work or the work we do for our clients, not within just channels or silos, mm. but across them. And what I mean by that in very simple terms is how do we demonstrate and effectively move in comp- clients' investments mm. from, say, search into social, from yeah. social into programmatic, and do it in real time. Yeah. That's the exciting thing, to yeah. be doing it in real yeah. time based on outcomes and business results. Mm. Uh, so I think that's one area. Mm. I think the other area, uh, whilst everyone is talking about digital transformation, which means a million different things, mm. I think actually when I when I think about the WPP position of creative transformation, mm. We've been thinking a lot about how that might apply specifically inside Mediacom. Yeah. And one of the things that you saw uh, a few weeks ago is we appointed Steph Goolcraft. Yep, yep, one of your new hires. Well. I know Steph for uh, a long time. One of the original founders and mother uh, to come in as our global head of creative transformation. Yeah. Uh, because what we believe and what we know is, if you go back to what I was saying before about optimising within and then across those silos mm. that can produce incremental improvements in performance and that might be 5%, 20%, 30% <laughs> but with the right content mm. and the right message in what we might call in the future a creative system that becomes not 30% but 300%, yeah. 500% yeah. and I think you know this this industry of ours has kind of run away with personalization addressable media Mm. you know huge stacks of data and technology Mm. to identify and to pinpoint behaviors and kinds of people but not always adjusting the message yeah so I think if you're going to have a thousand different target audiences you need a thousand different messages that are right for those people and if you don't do that then it's kind of what's the point in that segmentation yeah so, you know, I think Steph and working with what we now, what we call today our MBA teams, yep. but we'll think about how we mm. reframe that in the future. Uh, how can we help our clients, mm. you know, at the intersection, if you like, between the, the system as we know it in terms of media mm. versus the messaging and the yeah. creative system. Uh, and we've got some really good, exciting plans about that. And already from the reactions that we're getting uh, from certain clients who we've sort of, if you like, test marketed it on. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing, actually. We've got some new assignments, uh, additional work, which goes back to what I said earlier in terms of really broadening the scope of work that we can and we should be doing for our clients beyond what we've traditionally done in the past. Very exciting. Very exciting. So, looking forward, what is your personal promise to Mediacom in 2020? Well, uh, I'm always going to give probably the same answer, ASD. Yeah. People first. It's not going to surprise you, is yeah. it? Uh, listen, I think that uh, people first, hopefully everyone knows, is a very genuine belief. And I talk about it being a belief mm. inside Mediacom. It's not something we invented yesterday. We've stuck by it for years. I well, think we had it before we called it that, right? We did. It, it was because we've only been calling it that this century. Yeah. But I'd say it went back as a philosophy. Absolutely, absolutely. From the day I walked in the company. Uh, and I think, you know, I've said this before, but I don't mind repeating it. I think it is more true today and more relevant mm-hmm. than it's ever been because in a world where everyone is 
so, if not driven, certainly influenced by data. Mm. I still believe that you know, lots of people can get lots of data, first party data, second, third party data. Uh, but I think it's what you do with that data yeah. that makes the difference. And the people that make the difference with that data are the people. Yeah. And I come back to the word creativity because mm. creativity has many kind of forms. Mm. And I think, and I've always believed this, we can be as creative in media as yeah. the most creative creative director yes. in a sort of typical ad agency. Yeah. Uh, so I think people can make the difference and do make the difference. Mm. And it doesn't matter how many clients I ask this question, I typically still get the same answer, which is if you, if a client was doing a new business pitch mm. and they were walking down the high street, imagine, and there were five agencies and they dropped into each agency mm. for a couple of hours to get a pitch. And by the time they've left the fifth shop, mm and they reflect on that day and they've had four or five presentations, the reality is that a lot of the tech, the tools, the data, you're gonna get a little bit blurry. Mm. They told me they had the best, most advanced technology. Mm. No, but the third company said that. Mm. No, but didn't the fourth one say that yeah. too? But the one thing they will be very clear about is they will talk about the people. Mm. And they will say, but that person at shop number one mm. was really this or really that mm. or I believed in them, mm. they, or they were creative or innovative, yeah. personable, believable. Uh, so I think from that, so, so that's the first thing. I think the second thing is that we are, we, we have to be, we can't take people for granted. Yeah. And we can't take getting people and keeping people for granted. Yeah. We're competing now more than ever for the right kind of people. Mm -hmm. uh, whether that, yeah, management consultants, whether whether that is agencies, but I actually think that our biggest competitor for people right now is clients. Yeah, interesting. I, I, I'm telling you, yes, we're always gonna lose people or gain people from other agencies, mm. but the new phenomenon that I've seen in the last year is clients who do wanna take elements of their work mm. in-house, where do they turn to for talent? Mm -hmm. yeah. And they look at their client their mm, agencies yeah. so i think that's another whole thing mm. uh i do think by the way so i'm going to say this again yeah. that the because you know i'm constantly asked this question about in housing yep is it a threat what does it mean look from I, in fact i was with a client this morning we mm. had that very conversation and i said to that client try it yeah it's what you want to do we will help you with it yeah we're not going to stand in your way see how it goes in the end you know we're about a longer term relationship with you mm. uh we don't feel that insecure that we worry about you doing no. some media work but you know what i would say to our colleagues is I, it's an example i gave to someone recently that uh if you go and work in the media department of an automotive company mm. the chances of you rising up that company mm -hmm sitting on the main board and potentially becoming the CEO of that automotive company are quite remote mm. in as much as the person that's going to run that company is more likely to be an engineering automotive yep. Yep. petrol head mm -hmm. uh, maniac mm. uh, whereas in a media agency mm. if you're a media practitioner no reason why you can't have my job mm. you know because we're all 
that's what we all do here. That's what we're all about. So, and all the people, or most of the people that will be on the leadership teams of our agencies locally, regionally, globally, will come from media backgrounds. Mm. So, I just think that the opportunities are greater. We've got this expression now that we're using, which is right housing, mm-hmm. which is that you know, for some clients it works, for some clients it, it doesn't work. Yeah. But the but the key issue for us on that is is right housing, and I think with the people first. Um, I just wonder if you could talk a little bit about your philosophy of how you grow people, mm-hmm. because one of the things that's always struck me working with you is that mainly what you say to the people that you work with is be yourself yeah and that's something that um certainly you don't necessarily hear across the board um okay look i look i I think i'd I'd like the i'd like our audience to hear that from you well look i think the first thing is to create the right workplace and environment where people can be themselves yeah and by be themselves i mean who they want to be culturally yeah uh, you know, so no matter what someone's religion is, colour is, uh, ethnicity, mm. that you can be who you want to be, uh, and and feel that you can do so in a very safe environment. I think that's r- absolutely essential. Mm. First thing. And you, I'd say that's been your fundamental belief as long as I've known you. And you know, and I think do, I, I, I'm sure uh, that you know, do I think we're perfect? Absolutely, probably not, uh, and I'm sure that there are pockets of bad behaviour. Yeah. But all I can tell you, Sue, when and if we ever hear about that, we yeah. we won't tolerate it. Yeah. So, you know, we it's, it's we will continue with that. I think then, when it comes to people in in a work sense, uh, we have to support people, uh, and we do so, you know, through. Yes, we've got many kind of people initiatives, mm. starting with my 360. Mm. Please complete yes. your three si- my 360s <laughs> if you haven't have you, have you already. Uh, Claire will thank me for the plug. prompting you. Uh, but that's that's a very deliberate process because you know you learn from feedback. Uh, so we want people to yeah. learn from feedback, but also then we have to support people in what they learn from it. So if, if you learn that you have a weakness mm. in a certain area, then I feel it's our job as a company to support that person mm. to strengthen and improve yep. that weakness. So that's obviously through coaching, learning and mm. development. Uh, so we are highly focused on that and we will continue to do that as we go forward. There's always more that we can mm. be doing. And then I think also uh, we have to give people a pathway to what their next job is. I think people need to be clear from their manager. What do I need to do Mm. to get to the next step? What is the next step? What does that look like? And what do I need to do to get there? And I think everyone has a right to ask that question and have a a proper answer to it. I, I would say that now when I go back and talk about growth and number one, you might think this is some kind of megalomaniac but there's a reason behind it because growth is what creates those opportunities for yeah. people. It's growth. When I talked before about those people changes that we made yeah. recently, that there was a next role for someone to move into. Yeah. And generally speaking, there are more roles for people to move into when a company is growing rather than stagnant, or yeah. dare I say, yeah. uh, receding. Yeah. So I think all of those things so all connects up so it's all about connect growth. up uh, 
and go together. I think the other thing I would add, uh, which I would say now we have much more awareness about than we've ever had before, is people's well-being mm. Mm. and health. And I include obviously mental health. Yeah. And I know that's been a particular area of focus here in the UK. Yeah. And, and rightly so. I think it's been actually one of the best initiatives we've done anywhere yeah. in the network. Yeah, and I would I'm like to see more of that work yeah. rolling out faster elsewhere. Uh, but I think, you know, the pressures of people now in life are probably more than they've been before. And, I, and you know, I think for all the good that increased communication mm -hmm. does mm -hmm. and social media, I think it also creates pressures, yeah. you know, and I'm just well aware of people who will watch other people mm -hmm. on social media mm -hmm. and FOMO and all of those, mm -hmm. you know, fear of missing out and those things that it can maybe create that just wasn't yeah. maybe life was simpler before uh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> uh, maybe it wasn't but yeah. but uh, but I but I think you know again we have to help people uh, I think that's our responsibility yeah. as much as possible yeah. to do that not give up on people yeah. uh, and and actually help them in those difficult moments times so um on a on a lighter note you're <laughs> traveling an awful lot you 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 don't you you never put the suitcase in the in the gosh no in the, no you're your only carry-on case we know that you haven't got trainers that fit into it yeah um what are your must carry yeah, essentials so, uh Please don't laugh. No, no, no. no well, you might laugh because it, it might make me sound like a granddad, and I don't want to sound like a granddad yet. But my slippers. <laughs> okay. So I. So <laughs> For comfort. As, as Nick Lawson says, I do talk a lot about my feet. Yeah, but, you uh, do talk a lot about your feet, Steve. <laughs> I do. I, I I find it very well, hard. They're the root of everything, right? Yeah, okay. I, I you know I, I I find it very hard walking on a uh, a wooden or stone floor. Cold floor. So it just. So I carry with me my cushioned slippers, Good slippers. which yeah. not only helps my feet, but also in a strange odd way when you're in a, you know, a foreign strange yeah. hotel room yeah. and you put your own slippers on, yeah. it's a bit home. you feel at home. It's, it's a little bit, you bring a bit yeah. of home with you. If I had room in my case, which I don't, yeah. I would definitely bring my pillow as well, <laughs> but okay. I don't. Uh, my other essential, what else do I travel with? Uh, I never leave home without a pair of headphones. Yep. Uh, Specific. Specific. Headphones. Well, yeah. I, I, I now I have to say I've had for I've had for 15 years my Bose 15s, noise yeah. cancelling. Yeah. Mm. They are really the worst for wear. <laughs> right. I, you wouldn't. Time, it looks time, like my dog has chewed them. <laughs> you invested. Uh, and I have been experimenting with, and I know this is kind of I know Bose are our clients. So I've been I experimented last week with the new Apple. AirPod yeah, yeah. noise cancelling, yeah. which were actually Quite very nice. impressive. So they, you know, use them yeah. as, as normal everyday. And, uh, and what do you listen to? Podcasts, music. Uh, well, this is going to surprise you. Comedy shows. No, I generally listen to silence. Oh, do you? So I, the reason Just I wear noise cancelling on the aeroplane yeah. is because I want to cut out the background noise and, of um, the engines, so I can concentrate on whatever it is I'm, I'm generally working yeah. on. And in the event that I'm not sleeping or working, yeah. which is 90% of the time, uh, I might do a bit of catch up on uh, sort of Netflix, 
and you wouldn't believe how bad I am at ca- I mean like I recently was catching up on House of Cards okay yeah. which oh. most people were watching five yeah, years yeah, ago yeah. okay uh, so and then the, there's the Mediacom Connected pod- podcast I'm oh, which sure I, I, you'd I, know no, I, I, I listen I was listening last week to Christine Fungs right, yeah which uh, is very good and I loved actually. her I told her after I loved yeah. her ending when she yeah. said about uh, what looking in the mirror, mirror and smiling yeah yeah. And I thought that was really good. No, I thought it was a brilliant answer. Steve Allen, thank you very much. Ha, ha, here's to a good here's 2020. A good 2020. And uh, yeah. that, I just, can I just also, before you rush me off this, yeah. <laughs> off the set, yeah. I just got to thank both of you for doing oh. this. I, you've you persisted with this now. It's quite a few years, isn't it? It's three years. Three years, yeah. Three uh, years. I, yeah. I really enjoy listening to them, oh, and I do good. listen to them. Thank promise you. you. Uh, but also uh, to thank everyone, all our listeners, for all of their work because mm. you know it's easy for me to sit here and say you know didn't we do well and looking forward to more growth next year but I'm painfully aware of the hard work that goes into making that happen mm. the personal sacrifices that people make mm. just this weekend there's a team of people out in Dubai for a pitch we have yep. there who you know they leave their families behind and I, I always appreciate that uh, and never take it for granted so a thank you to everyone i don't know if we're going to be airing before or after christmas but Mm -hmm. i wish everyone a peaceful and happy holidays or hope you had one (laughs) but either way a very happy and healthy prosperous new year ah it's lovely thank you steve thank you very much okay